This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Uh, Paul, with you, uh, great as always uh, to be here, uh, always a privilege. Uh, always my pleasure to uh, be speaking uh, with you. It is, um, what day it is? I, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea what day it is. It, it kind of feels like now that, that time between Christmas and New Year where um, there's days off and you don't know whether it's a weekend and it's Christmas Day or New Year's Day or, you know, whatever. It's like, it, it's easy to get lost and I think uh, that's the big thing that's uh, going to start affecting people. It is Monday. It's actually 5.25. I'm recording this on an afternoon. I've had an epic day uh, and I've done nothing but uh, again be on the phone to uh, business owners to uh, tax attorneys today a couple of different tax attorneys working my way through the care act uh, the cares act as it's called I think and the uh, the SBA stuff the new loans that's come out from uh, the government here in the US to try and support the small businesses so I've been wrapping my head around that I've been um, Busy working on our uh, new telehealth program uh, that kicks off on Thursday, which is uh, hotting up, shall we say. Uh, it's looking uh, like more and more that people are going to have to turn to telehealth. Uh, another uh, state has just been locked down today here in the US, Virginia. Um, and yeah, it's just becoming the obvious place that people are going to have to look. So uh, polgoff.com forward slash telehealth if you want to get involved in that. It's been uh, great to see so many of you uh, join the program already. We're going to start on Thursday uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, so get signed up and uh, look forward to working with you on that. So um, so yeah, it's been good. Today I'm going to talk to you about my own physio clinic closing and what my plan is and just some thoughts around uh, what's happened to me and uh, some little insights into it. Um, look, this this whole situation is just it's just it's just bizarre. There's no other word to to explain it. You know, like I said in the last podcast, look, you you're not going to get me talking about the the uh, medical aspect of this. I'm 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 not I'm not going there. I've got my own thoughts on various things, and I'll give you my uh, insights into what you know what what I think is happening and whether or not I agree with what's going on and you know how people are reacting and so on. But I'm definitely not getting involved in the medical side of it. I'm here to help you immunize your business. Um, I trust and respect, and I don't believe you need somebody like me talking to you in every podcast about protecting yourself and your family. You can do that. Um, the uh, advice is out there, and the government can you know can just follow the guidelines and do what they're telling you to do, and you're going to be good. So uh, everything from here on in will be about immunizing your business, and um, don't think that I'm not aware of, of the health consequences and things that are going on I absolutely am I'm just choosing uh, by design not to not to turn this podcast into anything but uh, ways to help yourself and protect your business in that respect you can take care of yourself and your family and uh, much like I can and, and uh, Natalie can and, and so on so um, please see it from that point of view wherever I come from as I uh, bring these podcasts uh, to you so my um, so my clinic closed like I said uh, one thing we, uh, you know, b- big day. Here's a little learning lesson for you. So today, uh, after the CARES Act came out, the big stimulus package from Trump, which is amazing, by the way. Uh, hats off. Um, I'm obviously from Britain, and I've studied the uh, Britain uh, British version of the stimulus package and the US uh, version of the package. Uh, the US is is almost too good to be true. It is just stunning how good it is. Uh, not that the British one is is bad. Uh, I think they've done great. Um, 
and look i'm not a huge fan of the government as a general rule um as you've probably picked up i think by and large they're a total waste of time in terms of how they actually help people uh, but what i will tell you is i think uh right now this is why governments exist uh for order for you know public health and safety and just advising people on how to uh stay safe uh and bringing the you know the measures they have of locking places down this is really what the government is for uh i wholeheartedly support what the governments are doing i think they're doing a terrific job uh in both of the countries that i am involved in and today we were speaking to uh in, in terms of obviously where i'm from britain and um where my family are and uh obviously you know where i live and where my uh, immediate family are right now here in orlando so um it's interesting getting a perspective from both sides of the atlantic and um you know very different courses of action if you like sometimes but um very different perspectives uh on what's going on so it's been great to kind of see all of that play out but today i spoke to two tax attorneys who pretty much said that the stimulus package here in the us is is quite simply uh, almost too good to be true without any catches it's stunning um it's absolutely amazing and um it's great news for small businesses it allows you not to panic uh you're going to get fabulous uh, reimbursement for staff and uh, rent and utilities and so on and so forth that uh, pretty much comes with as long as you do what they tell you to do and you you know you file properly and you do the checklists and you give them all of the profit and loss and the cash flow forecasts and you can prove where the money um has gone and, and is going uh, you're going to be golden so make sure you do it right a lot of people panicking right now to try and do it fast by all accounts um the banks are just not ready for it so be careful don't rush it if you file cor incorrectly you'll get screwed over so take some good advice uh, for all of my masterminders and cash clubbers listening uh, as you know we've got the experts coming into the program uh, my own cpa is going to be part of the program uh, moving forward uh, so all of our members are going to get access every week to uh, a tax attorney to help them uh, answer questions as we look to file these things and obviously the British version of it as well as my own finance director so you must get around groups I keep saying it I keep keep saying it you must get around groups you're not going to beat this on your own uh, there's too much at stake here so make sure you get around good solid groups but here's the lesson I wanted to share with you on it I spoke to two attorneys today and somebody said to me well why did you speak to two attorneys I, I said just to make sure that they were both saying the same thing now, the tendency for many people is that they take one person's advice and that's it, or they take one person's word and that is it. I'm sorry, but these are too big. This, 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 what's happening right now is too big. There are too many clauses. There'll be too many bullet points. There'll be too many exclusions. There'll be too many uh, contraindications, all sorts of stuff going on inside of this, the, these reports or these uh, stimulus packages um, that I can't take the risk that somebody doesn't understand it as well as I need them to. So uh, first rule of getting advice, um, seek, uh, certainly in this type of situation, seek more than one. And if you get a consistent answer, great. If you get an inconsistency, great. Seek a third person's uh, advice. And, uh, you know, again, I, I paid probably $1,000 to get some advice today um, that hopefully will save me the heartache and pain of thousands of dollars of, of lost income that I could have had off the government or um, not being able to, to get the loan repaid and uh, or wavered if you like and been stuck with a big loan. So don't take chances with any of this stuff. Uh, be smart and get around the experts. So so let's dig into it. My pod, uh, my podcast today is the, the physio clinic. So my clinic closed uh, more not because of the government but really because of staffing concerns and people in my office with uh, vulnerable loved ones at home. Second order consequence, it wasn't the physios that were worried about their health. It was them taking uh, back the infection of the virus 
to uh, pregnant wives or, or parents with cancer recently and um, even one of my staff who's had underlying health issues asthma and so on so so I get it I get it um, and in that respect uh, it wasn't my decision it wasn't the government's it was my team's and I was fully behind it so we spoke on uh, Monday last week on a zoom call and we considered what we could do to keep the clinic open um, and the reality is that we actually don't have a plan B. We have absolutely no plan B. It's a hundred percent in person. We've been uh, fully uh, on board, if you like, with all hands-on type treatment. Okay, that was my wheelhouse. I was a soccer physio, and I was very hands-on, very deep, you know, deep tissue massage, mobilizations, PNF, stretching, all that type of stuff. Really hands-on treatment. That's what we did, and that's pretty much what all of my physios do in my office. So we'd never even considered telehealth. We, you know, we weren't that big on giving out exercises because most of the patients that we would give these exercises to simply wouldn't do them anyway. And that's something I realized a long time ago that patients would often cancel because they hadn't done exercises and the reality was they never wanted them and they were never going to do them. So uh, we adapted uh, to that. Um, and that's left us with a, a hole right now of uh, zero income. So I quite simply don't have a plan B. We don't have a backup plan. Um, we don't have uh, any contingency to the in-person visits. And obviously now we're going to pay the price. We uh, quite conceivably face the brutal reality of having no patients come through the doors for three to six months. So no income. How do, you know, my physio business is going to have no income now. Obviously, we've got some money owed, accounts receivable. There'll be trickles of money coming in from various places. But even that's going to be limited because simply no one's replying to emails right now. Nobody's going to pay their bills. You know, nobody's just, everyone's doing the same thing, trying to hold on, uh, you know, trying to hold on to, to cash. So um, the other choice that I had personally, and um, this is, again, the value of having great business coaches around you. Great business coaches don't tell you what to do. They, they tell you how to look at the problem differently. And um, in doing so, they can spot something that you can't see on your own, which of course is true because if you did, you, you would have done it. And most people now are, are quite simply screwed, right? The, the reality is of the situation. The only view of the world that they've got is CNN and Fox or social media or the one that they already know. And that's the problem, right? The, the job of a good business coach or somebody that you trust, a mentor, is to point out something that you can't see. Because if you could see it, you would have done it and solved it yourself by now. And that's how ultimately most people get stuck. They move away from mentorship. They move away from coaching. They don't consider that really what the value is, is in pointing things out that you can't see. And in doing so, changes your actions. That's the magic. That is the magic. It's not a, a box with a load of shit inside of it and CDs and DVDs and so on. All that's pretty cool if the coaching on those things helps change your perspective about the challenge that you've got. That is the magic of getting mentorship and coaching. And uh, candidly, why I think a lot of people will struggle through this next three to six months, um, not because they had to struggle. Um, I, I honestly believe that some businesses, just the, the 15 to 20% won't come through it. There's no way they're going to because they're isolated. They're on their own. They're making rash, stupid decisions from friends who are telling them things and uh, colleagues listening to their staff the world is falling apart, there's thunder and lightning above them, and they're making decisions from a place of fear. They've got absolutely no chance of making the right decision. There's a direct correlation between the likelihood that you will survive this and come through and thrive and the number of good decisions that you make. Now, the number of good decisions is based upon your view of the world. It's based upon uh, assessing all of the options and all of the choices and all of the decisions available to you. Now, one of the decisions available to me is the obvious. 
I have another business. In fact, I have two businesses. I have a, a rental income business. I have a, a property a business. And obviously, I have a global media business, which is busier than ever now, right? It's stunning how uh, now people are wanting to come back into Mastermind and come into Cash Club and uh, asking if they can take part in programs and be in our Facebook group and so on. And six months ago, candidly, they were, well, I don't, I don't think I need you now and I don't need coaching. And it's like, well, all right, like you do need coaching and you do need accountability, but I'll humor you but I'm not human, humoring you anymore. Like the, 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 the tide has turned as we all know now. So for me, um, this business represented an obvious way of saying, okay, well I can you know, potentially ride the physio business as storm out because I could take money out of my personal account or this, uh, this business and, and do an intercompany loan and, and borrow it to my physio business. But I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. And one of the things that I was taught uh, or told by my business mentor this week was run the business as though you have absolutely no access to cash. What would you do? What would be the decisions that you'd make? What what team would you keep? What would you do with your office? What would you do with your rent? What, how would you run that business if you had no access to cash, government bailouts included? So every ounce of the planning that I did for my businesses happened before any government stimulus package came out. Everything, not one dime was considered in my plan to ride this wave or tsunami is probably more appropriate um not one dime was considered in how i would get through this next month six weeks two months whatever it's going to be right the fact that i might now be able to get some money off the government is is great is you know is gravy on top but it still doesn't change the fact that I have no income coming in at all into the physio business. I've still got, obviously, software to pay for, subscriptions. I've got my own mastermind member, uh, mastermind programs I'm part of. I'm part of three um, official mastermind groups that I obviously have subscriptions to pay for and so on. And there's absolutely not a chance in hell that I'm cutting out those types of uh, things because they're, your, you know, they're, my, they're my life support. There's... What you know, one wrong move, one stupid decision is going to cost me significantly more than any, uh, you know, any subscription or any uh, advice from a business owner will, on the face of it, cost me. You know, and that's that's how I see these things. So where do I get where do I get the money from? Where am I going to get the money from the physio business to continue to pay for all of these things? Well, I don't have any other choice other than telehealth is the way that I see it. Sure, I could sell some things online. Um, we could be very proactive in selling more pillows. We could sell more uh, programs, as in massage for people when they come back, you know, when it opens up in, in a month or six weeks or three months or six months, however long it's going to be. But really, that's not going to stem the artery, the, the, the blood loss. Telehealth, for me, is the only opportunity that I believe that we've got to bring in some revenue. Now, what I want you to learn from this is, look, most people are going to go off and do telehealth, and, and so you should. But to me, I'm just trying to help you understand the way of thinking about this. You're not going to get all your money back from telehealth. What I'm trying to do with telehealth for the next six to eight weeks is get my business up to scratch. So right now, we've got nothing, right? We've never took a dime off anybody for telehealth. We've got no confidence to do it. We have no know-how to do it. We have no clue what the software is we're going to use. We have no clue how to price for it. We have absolutely no clue whether or not people will pay and so on and so forth, right? Like all of that is gone through my team's head. Um, and hence why I said, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to do it right. We can't become telehealth experts from one free webinar or one YouTube video or one download of a PDF or whatever that, you know, people are piddling right now. Like you, you just can't do that. Um, that's not the way you become an expert at, at anything. So 
were um, ready to, to do the program, if you like, that I put together from primarily, and this is a bit I'm trying to help you understand, we've put this program together primarily for me and my team to go through. So finding the experts was really initially about I'll talk to experts and get them to teach us how to do it. And then I thought, well, this is going to be a great uh, program because there's thousands of people listening to this podcast in the same boat who've got no experience with telehealth, have dabbled with it at best, don't know how to price it, don't have the confidence to sell, don't have the confidence to do the treatments, and so on and so on and so on. But there's two ways of thinking about this. Um, I'm not looking at this as just being a replacement of income for the next six months, right? I believe that what has happened here is so titanic, right, with this coronavirus. There's two things to consider. One, if they can lock us down once, they're going to lock us down again, right? The, the, again, another I've business mentors all over. Another one I spoke to this week said to me, the bit you've got to brace yourself for is the government have, have pressed the button now. They've pressed the button in that they've done the thing that nobody ever thought possible, that you could lock down people in the Western world um, in 2020. They've, they've, they've stretched. The, the capacity threshold for our tolerance now has just been stretched. It was painful for them to do it the first time, it's going to be easy for them to do it a second time. And when they need or want to do it again, it will happen overnight. It'll be, you know you know the drill, you know what the, the situation is, off we go and it starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow. So I'm bracing myself for that, that there's a scenario where we come back out of this and we all get released on May the 1st or whatever, right, figuratively, um, that if it spikes, which inevitably could and possibly will in certain places that we are ready for it again right i think any business owner who doesn't go through this phase of their life and create a log of lessons is absolutely missing the biggest point of all of this it's got to be that you learn the lessons on how you've previously ran your business this is exposing how people have been uh, flippant with cash how they haven't considered basic principles of operating expenses, of taking and following sound business advice, of quite literally opening a legal entity, calling it a company, and then flying by the seat of their pants because money's been around for the last 10 years. Um, of which one of the lessons for me is this, I'm not ready for telehealth, right? I, I wasn't ready to be able to do this online. Great, that will never happen again. So I'm looking at this as a replacement of income. And again, I'm, I'm coaching you now on a mindset and a way of thinking about telehealth. That if you're going to die, even if you're not going to do it with me, that's cool. Um, I'm, I'm telling you the way that I would want you to think about it, which is this isn't just a replacement for cash, much needed for the next six weeks, six months, whatever, right? That mentally, even if I can bring in 20 to 30% of the revenue or 40% of the revenue that I'm currently losing from telehealth, that's a 40% of the blood loss avoided, right? And really all this is for all of us, and again, here's another way of thinking about this. Realistically, all profit goals are out the window now, right? Everything that you had in a plan, hopefully you did an annual budget, all the things I've been teaching, every ounce of your budget between April and uh, July, or April and June in Q2 is probably out the window, right? And anybody trying to make a profit or focusing on making a profit good luck right and if that's what you want to do great but the reality is this is a mindset shift from trying to make a lot of profit to 
I can avoid some bullets. I can avoid the blood loss so that I can come out of this stronger than everybody around me. I can keep my team. I can keep my best access to, to people around me. I can keep or develop the systems and processes um, that I know I need to work on, that I have been putting off for so long because I've been so busy or just downright lazy or lack motivation to do it, right? It's about making ground by avoiding losses. If everybody around you falls apart and they lose 50% and you stay strong and you avoid dipping into personal savings or you avoid having to take out other loans and you only take a 20% hit through this, you have absolutely nailed this next three months. And I think that's sometimes a, a you know a release valve when you understand that, that that's, that's, what, that's the truth of the situation that you're in. You're not having to worry about making profit. It doesn't even now really have to be strategic. It's just tactical as shit. Do the stuff that needs to be done for the next. It's actually easier. It's easier because you're just coming to work to do the stuff that, that each day is literally chucking at you. The strategic plan is almost borderline out the window for the next for the next couple of months and we'll regroup and we'll do another one. I'll probably do something to, to get everybody together and uh, and do a, a two-day plan or something, you know, a two-day workshop on how to, to, to rewrite your plan in, uh, in lieu of the impending recession. But right now, it's, it's survive and it's be tactical and it's stop the blood loss. Right now, my physio business is literally bleeding from the carotid artery, right? And I'm dying in that business. So to me, I have no choice but to explore telehealth. However, I also have one eye on future income because I believe a couple of things. Like I said, number one, there's a very good chance we'll be locked back up again. Don't know how long for, but there's a very good chance we'll be locked up for again. Just just going to happen, right? Particularly probably closer to the winter, um, you know, time when things start getting open again and 50,000 people start going back to concerts and all that. That's going to be the litmus test. The second one is that there's already going to be at least 10 or 20% of your client base who are just going to stay away. This is so big, unprecedented in size. The fear now that people have, the paranoia about getting touched by people is everywhere. You're seeing it in the supermarket, people avoiding each other. I uh, was driving back from the supermarket this morning and the car in front of me almost ran somebody over who stepped onto the road to obviously try and keep six foot away, six feet away from a person on the pavement right? That's what's going on. That's the paranoia that people have right now about it, which isn't good news for us, right? And I, I still, like I said, I stand by all my podcasts. 80% of the world will, will react and settle and accept this and they'll start doing ordinary things again very, very quickly. But the 20% is the bit that we have to be careful of in our businesses. The 80% is good enough, but if we lose 20, how do we replace them? My thoughts on this is with telehealth to be able to provide an income to those people. You've obviously got other people as well, vulnerable, right? My brother had lymphoma two years ago. He received a letter just two days ago telling him not to leave the house for at least three months, at least three months, right? There's a very good chance that he's not leaving his home for six months. It is the reality. Everything is getting pushed back, right? If he was one of my patients... He wouldn't be coming to see me till Christmas, at least, right? So there's one down. And then if you've got people who are having kids and people with diabetes or asthma or various underlying conditions, a lot of my patients are 65, 70, 75. There's underlying conditions there everywhere. So I'm looking at this and thinking, great, we've got to be ready to be able to provide them with telehealth or telerehab 
big big difference excited to talk about that on the program um, and have all of my team able to willing to confident enough to processes set up legalities pricing uh, and actual know-how on how to get results for people so that even after trump or boris johnson have clicked their fingers and said everybody go back to restaurants and bars and you know we're open for business again we're still able to bring in patients or provide a service to patients to bring in income uh, into my company um, for many weeks months years ahead even though we're still going to be feeling the effects of people staying away so through the podcast really i'm trying to as always shift a mindset and help you think about the situation as to it isn't just about the short-term blood loss although for many of you if you don't stop the blood loss like the business dies right so it, it you have to do something it's chop the fat if you like you know with with some basic expenses and things you've got to get rid of but don't cut through the muscle or the bone don't get the don't get rid of the things that are vital to you look at other ways or initiatives that allows you to keep the best part of your business and everything that's good about your business and everything that's good about you so that you're standing strong on july the 1st and able to go very very quickly when all of this opens back up now i'm not saying it will be july the 1st don't quote me on that i think some states might be longer i think some states are going to be obviously faster like that's just the way that we're seeing this whole thing play out some states might be longer than july before it's back to normal some states are going to be a hell of a lot faster some countries are going to be faster some countries are going to be are going to be later we don't know right what what you have to be is ready for it um and i think that getting your head around this whole concept and when you see this is not just a day-to-day let's get good at, let's do telehealth because that's what everybody's doing right now and they are rightly so i'm taking the stance of if we're going to do it we're doing it right and we're doing it for the right reasons we're doing it to to be good at it right we want to be good at it um i can't expect to be good at it with one free webinar or a couple of youtube videos right that's not going to happen there's too many uh there's too many things to to understand and to learn and it's not just about stopping blood loss today it's about what happens when the economy opens back up what what about the two out of ten on your list who've had previous cancers who've had previous issues or have got problems with diabetes or asthma or have vulnerable loved ones or are pregnant or you know wife is pregnant and they don't come and see you that's the bit that nobody's thinking about that's where you're going to get hurt not necessarily you know straight away but I fear for many people is they underest the size of the situation that's facing them and that's going to kill them. I'm prepared for the absolute worst in all of the businesses, right? And I know all of the contingencies, who needs to go, what needs to go, what needs to happen at every single level. Who do I want to keep in all of my businesses? Who do I need around me to be able to open back up um, so that we can go 100 mile an hour and come out of the gate, whether it's June the 1st, May the 1st, July the 1st, whatever, and be ready to go fast while all of my competitors in all of my businesses are wounded and they've not even considered you know what it looks like and the ramp up time and so on um we'll be ramping up a month a month probably ahead before anybody else so that we can go very very quickly and that's the mindset that i would hope to be able to pass on to you if anything tactically yeah do telehealth absolutely everybody's doing telehealth and and it's just a no-brainer it's like why the hell wouldn't you? And what's to lose? Even if you don't need the money right now, why would you not stick telehealth as part of a, a service? And this is the way I said it to my team. This will allow us to be um, opening up our client base nationally. But we could be running ads now in London, in the big cities, in Manchester, in you know places that 
have certain populations, business owners or whoever, who would want to get telehealth from us. It allows us as well, which, you know, the more I think about this, we have a lot of our patients who work offshore. We have uh, what's called riggers, guys who leave us. We live in the northeast of England and a lot of the people on my clinics in the northeast, a lot of the people there, they work offshore for two weeks where the oil and gas is in there in the North Sea. And we lose them for weeks and sometimes months on end. This would allow us to provide a service to those guys. And I know you've got those people who disappear for a month. They go back up north, the snowbirds, or they disappear down south, the snowbirds. Uh, and they start spending hundreds of dollars with another clinic for six months. Why are those people not staying with you via telehealth? Why, why not? In that little sentence alone, you've just got the reason and the motivation to be doing telehealth that you've got people currently, even if it's nothing to do with coronavirus, who are not coming to see you because they're away out of town, out of state for months on end or a month at a time, and that interrupts the treatment that you would like to be able to provide. And it interrupts your revenue stream in your company. So the case for you becoming a real telehealth expert is is tremendous. And as I've said to my masterminders, there's, there's people in that group who are going to come out of this as international superstars. There's people who are going to learn how to be very good online they're going to get the confidence to do this thing through through you know through the various different platforms or mediums that will allow them to become real national influencers i've got mastermind members who've wrote books um who will be able to use a book from amazon uh, and spin that into telehealth expert status to allow them uh, to become a real influencer uh, and work with people all across the country if not the world um and that's when you're in a different price bracket you're in a different medium much like like I said, one of um, my clients who'll be involved in the program, England Rugby Physio, um, he works with people all over the world on telehealth. And it's, it's you know, it doesn't matter where you are. These are my fees. doesn't matter what the time is. These are my fees. Like, he's not he's not accepting a pay cut just because of coronavirus. It's probably fucking gone up because of coronavirus because more people will want him. And and again, look, not many people can understand this as a, as a mindset, as a concept, because they're just getting battered by the news and they get battered by shitty business owners around them who tell them bad things and just you know this is the way it is and this is what happened to us and it's like yeah yeah because you did dumb shit like that's that's the reason more often than not it happens like even in this situation business owners are getting found out because they've bought dumb shit and they've leveraged their clinics and they've got big overheads and they haven't been frugal they didn't have cash flow forecast they haven't had profit and loss they haven't been using something like cockpit to make sure that they're efficient they've never done a growth plan or a strategic plan and again, I, I hate to say it, and I'll be a broken record, but all of the things that I've been teaching for the last five years, um, I've taught you business principles week after week, year after year, nothing has changed. Um, somebody asked me, will my strategy change um, after this is over? Well, how can it? Like, I had a good strategy before. It'll still be a good strategy when it's over. The the tactics might change, and the, the nuances might change, and the headlines on things might change. But the strategy of having solid business principles, a strategic plan, understanding my numbers, respecting cash, leveraging my team, offering information, following up with people, selling them the value, over-delivering on it, they're, they're not going to go away. This is ta telehealth tactical. Telehealth is easy as shit. It's the easiest thing on earth to implement into my business. Much easier um, than having to figure out my team and leveraging and hiring and recruitment, all of these other things. Like that, that is like, yeah, that's tough for a business owner. This is tactical. 
just do get the procedures you need get the policies get the consent forms figure out your price learn how to sell get the confidence to do it choose the right platforms figure out whether it's telehealth or tele rehab make sure you know how to bill people make sure you've got some software to you know to pay online know how to diagnose how to take measurements and so on over the over the the, the internet um this is easy like this is just we're, we're all just going to go back to bloody medical school for a couple of weeks and, and enjoy the damn thing i'm excited to be a student on the program my own program i'm, I'm excited to be a student as are my team who are going to go through it um and they'll be they'll be literally on every call and they'll be you know handing their homework in every single week to make sure that we're all uh you know we're all following the right the, you know the right methodology and that we're good to go so um i, I hope this helps and like i said it's I'm always in podcasts. Uh, I'm just telling you what I'm up to. I'm telling you what's going on. Uh, it's raw. It's real. I'm live in Orlando. I'm on the phone to people in Britain. I'm on the phone to tax attorneys. I'm on the phone to my staff. I've spoke to 25 of my staff today, about 12 business owners, two tax attorneys and a partridge in a pear tree, right? Lee, my finance guy, I bet I've spoke to him for two hours at least. He's a superstar and an absolute rock for me right now, as is. Uh, pretty much everyone on my team, they're 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 just coming out of the woodwork to support us, and um, you know I'm learning a lot lot about them, and uh, even my physio businesses team who are uh, obviously closed right now. I've got four emails tonight as I go home, asking if they can get involved in uh, some form of uh, role in the coaching and media business to support the clients that I've got, and um you know they're they're, they're volunteering to do that. So, um like I said, it's it's unprecedented the situation that we're in. It's mega. It's just like nothing you'll ever see again um although they could lock us down again but you know at that point we're all used to it so it won't feel the same um i just think you're gonna learn a lot about yourself and the decisions that you make and um keeping a log of your lessons learned which is that oh i wish i'd fucking done that i wish i'd prepared for that i wish i had a bit more cash in the bank i wish i'd had a growth plan i wish i knew how to do a budget i wish i'd had a follow-up system or i wish i'd done telehealth in my case like all of these things, um, all of these things, they're just great lessons. Life's just about lessons. It's how you grow. Um, and I, uh, you know, I just think you should embrace it and uh, learn your lessons. So a log of lessons. But anyway, that's me done. It's uh, nearly six o'clock. I'm done. I'm going to go and play with the kids in the pool for a little bit. The sun is setting. Well, the sun will be setting soon here in uh, in Orlando. Uh, one beautiful thing about being locked up in Orlando is... Uh, spending more time with my kids the weather's gorgeous right now and uh loving the simplicity of life we're cooking every night uh we you know this is this is so true of uh we've lived here for 15 months and honestly because there's so much to do in orlando we're, we're always out we're always at universal or disney or just going for a walk around the lake or going to Kilwins or going to the tavern and having a beer and sitting by the lake or whatever right there's like disney obviously every bloody night you can go if you want or there's the there's all there's just always something on right it's harder to stop in right it, it's painful like you have to we have to kick ourselves to stop in right um and now we literally of an evening me and natalie we make sure that there's half an hour every night half an hour in the morning we have together we have a cup of coffee and a tea she has a cup of tea and uh, of an evening we just have half an hour together leave the kids in the house let them watch the tv we just put our feet in the pool and just talk she has a glass of wine and, and you know i have a beer or two and um we've never done it in 15 months up until now and we just realize and have said to each other many times there's such a simplicity about life right now that uh, there's something special about it. You know, the kids are there when I go down uh, for half an hour for my lunch and I can just play outside with them. And uh, all sorts of things are going to happen more to you that you probably, you know, right now don't want to accept. Um, but I'd strongly encourage you to just change the expectation. A lot of us right now, we're, 
mentally uh, fighting with what we thought was going to happen because we didn't see this coming. It literally happened in you know 48 hours of Trump closing the the, the, the borders, if you like. It, it got big very, very quickly. And uh, the only option you've got is to change your blueprint. Uh, uh, Tony Robbins 101, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, and uh, you know his coaching has helped me a lot. Uh, you have two choices. Um, you have two choices. One is to change your life. If you don't like your circumstances, number one is change your life. Or number two is change your blueprint, which is your expectations. Number one, you can't really change your life right now because the government are forcing it on you. So you have to you have to accept what you know what's happening. Number two is to change the blueprint and and you know your expectations. And uh, if you do that and you start looking for some beautiful things, I'm I'm promising you you're going to find them. There'll be a beautiful simplicity to your life. And I'd sum it up like this before I go for you. Um, five years ago, when me and Natalie were coming to Florida. Um, obviously I was from Britain at the time we'll have had Harry and um, Britain you know the weather would be bad and dreadfully cold and everything that it is right now my sister sent a video to me yesterday of hailstone outside a house and you know I was sat by the pool <laughs> I was sat by the pool with a, a beer in my hand at the, at the same time thinking you know what five years ago um, if you'd have said to me if you'd have said to me Paul I can take you to Orlando and I can give you a home and I can give you a um, a pool, a swimming pool, and I can give you um, three beautiful kids who are all healthy and happy, and I can give you Natalie, and I'll lock you all up in a house. I'll lock you all up in that house for six weeks. And you can choose what you do in that house for those six weeks. I'd have said, how much? I'd have said, how much is that holiday? How much for that vacation? And when I said that to Natalie yesterday, she stopped and there was a few seconds silence and she said, you know what, God, you're dead right. How much, right? Now, please don't take that the wrong way and you can scream at me and go, well, I'm in a fucking apartment somewhere in New York and it's me and three kids and yada yada. Great. You've got to find your version of it is the point that I'm trying to say is that we can all sit here and we can whinge and we can moan and we can have all sorts of fights with ourselves and our ego about how this shouldn't be the way it is but the, the truth is it's the way it is and if you stay there you're going to lose all of the, sim the, the the beautiful simplicity that life um has just offered us that we can um we can use the internet to, to still you know navigate our way through businesses and problems and whatever else but um some of us now are going to get time to spend with kids and partners and uh, just do things that we wouldn't have been able to do had it not been for this, uh, you know, for this situation. So as always, it's up to you. Uh, funnily enough, um, and I will end it on this, funnily enough, I sat down yesterday, Sunday, um, to start the framework for a new book. And um, I was sat with Natalie again thinking, well, you know, what, what, what have I taken away from me? And I think it was Saturday morning. She said, well, Saturday we, we normally go down the lake and we have a coffee and we're in Starbucks for an hour and a half and, you know, the kids get their cake pops and we spend a fucking fortune. And it's the bane of my life, my kids love in Starbucks because they come out with their bloody chocolate croissants and all sorts of shit that cost about $40. One thing I love about Dunkin' Donuts is I can take my kids and get six donuts for a dollar each and come out with a coffee and I still get change out of $10. But, gee, Starbucks... Um, Starbucks is costing uh, a fortune right now for, for these kids. So anyway, I digress. Um, I realized that on a Saturday and a Sunday morning, we're often in Starbucks for an hour and a half, right? By the time we talked to a few Natalie's friends after a gym class and so on, I said, I've probably found an hour and a half to two hours by the time we get back in the car and so on. Don't get me wrong, we enjoy doing it, right? 
but I can't do that anymore. So I found two hours on a Saturday and two hours on a Sunday. What if I just add even half an hour or an hour to that? And I just go to my little room where my computer is right now and I just start writing. I could write a chapter in a weekend. And I said, if I just try and find another two or three hours somewhere in a week, I can probably write another chapter. There's a chance that I'll have the first draft of my next book written before lockdown is over. And all I've done is shifted my priorities. The, the, the government have taken Starbucks away from me, but they've given me two and a half to three hours to be able to sit down and write a book through this period that will affect my life for the rest of my life and my kids' life for the rest of their life as the you know sales of the book continue to come in long after I'm gone. So again, um, hopefully that just helps give you some perspective on things. The choice is all yours in life, I firmly believe. And um, it's a democracy as to how you exercise your, your thoughts and your actions and everything that you do moving forward. So hopefully that helps. And like I said, don't take it the wrong way. Uh, it sounds idyllic, me sat here in Orlando. And um, it is, it is, right, it is. But I also know that, that my next door neighbor doesn't have the same view of the world right now. He's pissed, he's angry, he's, you know, whatever. So it isn't Orlando that makes it easier. It's the view of the world uh, that you have wherever you are. All right, so... Um, uh, spend some time on figuring that out, and I think if you crack that little code in your head, um, the other stuff's, you know, this, this telehealth stuff and all that's it's a doddle. So, anyway, that's me done. Uh, it is now after six. I'm off uh, downstairs to see the kids and Natalie, and uh, I'll be back very, very soon, or as soon as I get a chance to do it. Uh, join us for the telehealth. This is likely to be the last podcast before that. Um, polgoff.com forward slash telehealth would love to get to know you and go through this whole program with you and become an expert in this topic uh, with you polgoff.com forward slash telehealth six weeks we'll get to spend together i'll take you from telehealth novice like me uh, to a telehealth expert and have a new revenue stream in your business for uh, years and years and years to come so all right that's it have a, a wonderful evening or day whenever you're listening to this and um back yourself here's what i'm going to say back yourself you don't need anybody else it's not the time for looking for people to believe in you it's not the time for looking for uh hope or support for from family or friends or anybody else they've all got their own beef to deal with don't expect them to deal with yours back yourself vote for yourself as i've said it many many times this is your chance be a superstar in your own bedroom quite literally uh right now if that's where you're working from uh, you don't need anybody else you just need to back yourself and if you do that you'll come out on this very very well have a wonderful evening see you soon thank you for listening to paul goff's audio experience if you're brand new to paul's world head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists or if you've been listening to the show for a while you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.